0: kiss
1: I'll tell you what's good it's a good thing we live close because I almost suffocated
0: in that car next time I won't wear so much popel
1: Hello, welcome to Prince Trap by Track, I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Movie Star from Crystal Ball, recorded on the 27th of March 1986 at the Galpin Boulevard Home Studio, released on the 29th of January 1998. On the track we have Prince and we have some Susanna. Um, you know, doing some spoken vocals. And there's also an unidentified male, <laughs> which um, I guess is no real help. I don't know who would have been around Prince in 1986, who would have been fulfilling that role. You know, uh, the track is 4 minutes 25, and joining me to talk about today is Alec Wayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. Uh, now, for a genre, I'm not quite sure what to go for. I mean, it, to me, it feels a little bit like it's, um, I don't know, I'd say maybe like a funk jam, you know. because Oh, yeah. It feels like one of those songs where Prince is kind of making it up as he goes along. I um, think that's fairly accurate. It just kind of seems like
0: <laughs> um, a cool, like just kind of beat that you'd get your band playing and you'd start talking to the audience too, like just um, with yeah. and you just like taking it to the fullest extent you could do with something like that on movie star and just decided to make it a full blown little story or little sequence of events
1: yeah and i think i think the funniest uh, the funny thing about it is like you know there's a there's a little bit of a chorus with the you know tonight i'm a movie star i see myself on the silver screen uh tonight don't matter who you are i'm the only star in the scene do you know what i mean like there's a little bit of that but most of the rest of the lyrics are you have this kind of keyboard thing which sounds like it's kind of playing minor chords kind of going down and over that prince he puts on this voice (laughs) And it's it's like it's literally nonstop, like from the beginning to the end. It's just Prince, like stream of consciousness kind of describing the scene, um, you know, starting out where he says incense, check environmental records, double check. Uh, I'm going to get some serious draws tonight. Think I ain't. And he goes, uh, let's see, if I tell Gilbert and Rome to meet me at 11, then I creep at 10. That'll give me an hour of free reign. Mo draws. Mondra, Yeah. So his plan is to basically. I'm assuming Rome is Jerome. I'm, yeah, but I am too. Yeah, I'm not sure who Gilbert is. <laughs> you know, huh? at, at this point, I can't say that I recall anyone in his band or or even in any of the, the you know the side projects um, who was who was named Gilbert. Um, yeah, so, I couldn't die there. You know, so I'm guessing Prince is just making a name up there. Uh, his plan is to is to <laughs> tell them to meet at eleven. <laughs> And he's going to leave one hour early so that he basically has free reign of the women in the club. Um, you know. And he, <laughs> yeah. he describes his, his plan uh, where he says, 9.30, getting dressed, I had a couple of sips of wine. Uh, boo, I swear to God, my suit was hanging fine. Everybody at the club freaked when I stepped from the limousine. They said, oh, it's good to see you. I said, oh, it's good to be seen. <laughs> and That's probably my favorite line <laughs> in this entire song you know the the whole good to see you, it's good to be seen and he says you know what i mean and you know obviously he's planning on getting at the club at 8 so obviously it's taking him half an hour to get ready if he's if he's starting at 9:30 and i like as well how he gives the detail that he's going there in the limousine um, and also he's wearing a suit you know like it, it like this is a very kind of vivid description it almost fits with the um, you know the 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 introduction of um, purple rain at the beginning of that film where you see You know, Morris Day getting ready. You know, it it feels like this is a song... I mean, in the liner notes, he says, imagine this being sung by Morris. It says that it was written for the time, but at this point, the time were long disbanded. So, um, you know, by the time this song was being recorded in, like, you know, um, 86, the time hadn't been together for a couple of years. So it yep. seems odd that
0: there are various members of the time like playing with him on shows. I think They're like Jerome and well, maybe it was just Jerome. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I like, think still in his camp.
1: Yeah, I think at this point Jerome was obviously still with him because of uh, Under the Cherry Moon, which you know was a few months away yep. from coming out. So that kind of makes sense. But yeah, the, like the idea that this was written for the time just doesn't seem to to suit any kind of timeline. But it does feel like yeah. Prince is uh-huh. inhabiting that character from the start of Purple Rain as played by Morris Day. Um, you know, so I, I kind of, I kind of like that, um, you know, and of course he says <laughs> next time I won't wear so much of that Paco Rabanne or whatever. And so it's like he drops the, like he name drops having wearing Paco Rabanne, but then he says he won't wear so much of it next time. So. Um, I'm guessing, you know, I'm not quite sure why he needed incense and environmental records at the start of the song, but I'm guessing the Paco Band plays into that.
0: Have you ever heard an environmental record? Like, I, I don't. My aunt listens to a lot of these environmental records, and um I don't know, it's such a weird feeling. It's almost kind of hypnotic to listen to an environmental record. So every time I, like, hear this, that, the line that's about the environmental records, I think of, like, my aunt and how, like, environmental records will actually just kind of zone you out and just kind of hypnotize you yeah through like just the sounds of the rain and the thunder or whatever they're trying to, to do but i guess that's one of prince's um secret tricks is play environmental records <laughs> instead of um some other kind of music
1: well i guess that was true in purple rain because he had you know he played um he played uh, god during the sex scene. Oh, yeah. I and, that, and that has, like, you know, different noises on it, doesn't it, of, like, animals and stuff. So I yeah, guess maybe that's... Pretty much. That's, like, an environmental record. Um, yeah, it's it's the shortcut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Prince, you know, he wonders if they have potato chips, which I find is, like, a really weird thing. And he says, you know, this ain't, like, house parties we used to go to. And then he says, that's all right, I'm clean. is <laughs> just such a weird kind of detail. Um, but, yeah, so instead of... Like, he, you know, he's... He, I don't know why, but he talks about... Um. You, obviously, he goes to the club in the limousine, and then he goes to you know he goes to this other place. Um, he says it's a good thing we live close because I almost suffocated in that car, uh, which suggests he got a ride from somebody else. Um, and uh, he says, "Man, I hate making movies, but I like that money." Um, which I feel uh, it seems slightly ironic. Obviously, you know, Purple Rain was very profitable. Um, but, you know, the other films that he released from this point on <laughs> were definitely not. Um, so Yeah, and if he hates making movies, you should maybe hire
0: a director or some other <laughs> people that, um, you know, are proven to be good at making movies instead of just trying to take on all of the,
1: <laughs> yes. the
0: facets of it himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Purple Rain, obviously, he neither wrote nor directs, uh, you know, and then Under the Cherry Moon, he directed and then obviously Graffiti Bridge, he wrote and directed. Um, so with each film, he took on more responsibility. But yeah, if if you're not a fan of making films, then uh, you have a choice here, Prince. Just make more music, make less films. Uh, and and then obviously, were they even making money? Yeah, like the Under the Cherry Moon or Graffiti
0: Bridge, were they making money, Prince? Like yeah,
1: no. I, well, they had very small budgets as well, and they still didn't make money. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, and I think the next the next little kind of bit is interesting because he talks about how you know um, he. He just checked me out, I just walk in, I don't even find a seat. I just threw my coat right on the floor. Grab someone for a quick dance. Boy or girl, it don't matter no more. I'm hot. <laughs> so a prince is willing to dance with anybody basically, is what he's saying. Um, which, you know, is relatively forward-looking for 1986. You know, but again, I feel like that just speaks to Prince's ego. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> he, he doesn't really kind of care just as long as people are looking at him. And, you know, he says the mix was right on the one-kick drum hit the triple beat. Baby, I was popping. I did one spin, did a second, did the splits. And that obviously describes accurately Prince's kind of dance routines at this particular time, particularly stuff that appears in, um, you know... Uh, under the cherry moon and of the times you know there's a lot of him doing the splits <laughs> you know um, and you know he says check it out do you want to dance and of course I like when he says are you wearing that Paco Rabbit or whatever you call it so I don't know what he has against Paco Raban, but he he's deliberately pronouncing the name wrong a number of times in this song um, you know and he says uh, you know that's right Rolls Royce check it out baby you want to dance now <laughs> so,
0: check it out baby <laughs> it
1: gets like a weird
0: voice
1: on yeah yeah I, 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 it's just really weird and then of course you know he says the dance floor is not big enough fat cow which I don't I don't know where that came from but uh, you know considering earlier in the song he's willing to dance with anyone boy or girl it seems a bit odd that he's now taking shots at someone's weight. It's
0: because the dance floor wasn't big enough to fit his um, Rolls Royce. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and then, of course, you know, he says that the, the kid is going to show you a few tricks, which might be a reference to his character in Purple Rain. Um, I don't know. Um, you know. And, of course, he says, I don't care. I got money to spare. You're cute and the music's thumping. Yo, baby. Get the check, <laughs> and then he goes, Yo, baby, my behind. I need the money, so I like how he doesn't care about the money, but then he's like, Weather, let's you know, let's, let's not spend too much money, yeah. And you know, he, this is where we end up back at Prince's Crib. He says, You like my crib, it's not mine, it's rented. Um, how, how much do you have to drink? What's the biggest lake you've ever been in? That might be, um, you know, a reference to Lake Minnetonka. He finishes off saying. So, do you like environmental records? Crickets chirping, water rushing, supposed to make you horny. Just makes me want to go to the bathroom. Actually, check this one out. Check it out. Uh, so, like, what's your name? And he goes, "Oh wow, that's a dog." And that's where the song finishes. And I don't know. Oh gosh. It's just, it's just like a, it's just this weird kind of like stream of consciousness of what is going on. Prince going to a club, then going to this person's house, then going back to his club crib, putting on some environmental records, yep. having a dance. You know, like. It's just yeah,
0: basically. Asking for some credit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, tr- yeah, trying to get a line of credit because obviously he wants to save his money. Um, and interestingly enough, you know, the version that's on Crystal Ball has a sample at the beginning that has Jam of the Year on with a little bit of crowd noise before the song starts.
0: Yep, yeah, 10 years um, after, I guess he added that for this release.
1: Yeah, which is kind of an odd, odd thing to do, but, <laughs> you know, okay. Um, even though Prince says, you know, it was intended for, you know, the time. Uh, it would be it be a few more years before the time actually released an ape an album yeah, corporate world was scrapped and then they did um, Pandemonium. yeah and, and so with most of the songs yeah most from corporate world yeah most of the same songs um, you know there's, there's only a couple which which weren't In fact interestingly enough there is a song um, that is on pandemonium called Donald Trump Black Version. Um, which Trump,
0: Black version.
1: which is yeah so uh, uh, yeah so I mean I think it's interesting that Prince imagined this as a future time song considering the time weren't together you know when the when the song was recorded um, and then obviously by the time it arrives on crystal ball it's long after the last record the time had put out you know like six years too late um, so yeah and of course on the liner notes uh, you know that came with the, the crystal ball um, you know triple cd it does say that this is D'Angelo's favorite bootleg. Yeah,
0: and that was the reason why it's on the CD is because it was D'Angelo's favorite. Yeah.
1: So which, which I, which I, find is interesting because obviously you know on one of the tracks on *Emancipation*, Prince mentions D'Angelo. Um, so you know. Oh yeah. You know, the fact that we have you know another D'Angelo thing going on here, it's it's almost like D'Angelo was the only you know new artist that Prince knew of in the nineties, um, <laughs> which you know I guess is is not bad is not bad going. Um, yeah, you know, D'Angelo makes great stuff The infrequency, you know, when, when Prince says put on the new D'Angelo And obviously, you know, the next new D'Angelo doesn't come out for like another decade <laughs> um, Yeah, it's like, it's waiting on 14 years for the new yeah. D'Angelo Yeah, so, I, 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 I don't know, I just, I find I find it interesting that, you know, this is this is one of the songs that Prince chose to include on uh, on Crystal Ball Which, yeah. I, I, yeah, I find the choice of songs on Crystal Ball, you know, a little bit more interesting than the songs in a lot of the cases um, but I think th- yep. this is, you know, this is an enjoyable song.
0: It reminds me, uh, this was maybe the first kind of song where Prince had like his own, I guess he wasn't ever planning on releasing this as his own. Well, except I think it was in the lineup for the Dream Factory album. Yes. If I remember it correctly before yeah. um, they scrapped that. And um, it kind of reminds me of, it seems like in every The Time album or a Vanity 6 album, um, there would be like some kind of back and forth or just some funny talking track. Like I know on The Walk. Um, by the time, um, Morris is doing, like, s- something similar on this, and then he gets into an argument with, like, his chef or something like that, and his chef is, of course, played by Prince, um, <laughs> in a act, he's like, yo, Maurice, you know, we can get you this, and, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy and stuff like that, and there's another song, the Vanity 6 album, that this reminds me of, called If a Girl answers don't hang up where vanity is calling um her like boyfriend or something or maybe her date or something and a girl answers and of course the girl is played by prince and they just keep taking (laughs) shots at each other the entire time over this like beat and it's the funniest thing yeah so i really enjoy prince's like comedic side which i think really just shows out on movie star and i think it's just at the end when he's asking for credit because he's that's the funniest part to me is just at the end he's like hyping himself up. Ah, uh, yeah, man, I'm the coolest. I'm the best. I got the Rolls Royce. Um, I got all this like nice perfume. Oh wait, hey, um, you give a brother some credit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I on on the uh, you know on the on the kind of the final version of Dream Factory as it would have been released. This would have been followed by the cross which feels like it would have been such a weird left turn for, to go from this to the cross um you know yeah. and you know witness for the prosecution the... was in last heart were the two songs that were on the the you know the the fourth side of dream factory um and you know the the cross was a was a you know a replacement for a place in heaven um which was on an earlier incarnation so i it's just really weird to think of this on an album because you know listening to it in isolation it kind of almost makes sense like i could imagine this as a b-side for something from um you know parade or sign of the times but on an album i can't imagine you know it just it feels like there would be no place that you could put it where you would listen to a song and it would turn into this and then another song after this and you'd be like i don't understand i don't understand what's happened um you know Um.
0: This should have been the first song on the album, and the rest of it was just an environmental record.
1: It
0: <laughs> yeah, have been fantastic. I would
1: have bought that. Yeah, so, um,
0: environmental record.
1: Yeah, so I mean, for me, I would say four out of five, and I only say that because you know it feels like it's one take. It feels like it's a stream of consciousness. Maybe he had the chorus because you know that's the thing that recurs a couple of times, and then he built the kind of you know the verses, and I use that very loosely, you know, around that. And you know it, it does sound like you know it almost feels like a you know like a, a skit from a rap album where Prince is kind of like he's talking with another person, but they never reply, and so it's just a one-sided conversation that you get. And you know it's interestingly enough, but the, the thing is, it does feel like he he did this maybe a couple of times through, and then decided that was enough. Um, and maybe if if this had been included on Dream Factory, maybe um you know the maybe warner brothers would have said you know just give it give it one more time through prince you know maybe lose a little bit of this and maybe maybe trim it down by by a few seconds and kind of neaten it up a little bit but as it is it just it just seems like it's a song that prince kind of you know he he did the beat he he maybe kind of came up with the, the chorus and then he went in and he just kind of did stream of consciousness and it doesn't feel like he's giving it a whole lot of thought um and maybe that's oh, that's yeah. probably why i can't go as you know higher than a four
0: i'm gonna go ahead and give this a five just because i appreciate I, I love the super cocky just atmosphere of this like there's obviously morris day in the time songs that are kind of like in this sort of vein but you know it's good to hear prince having this kind of fun too because i think the whole just concept of morris day in the time is mostly just fun if you had to describe it as one word kind of like carefree party stuff so this is prince's um showing his like comedic timing and stuff. I love the delivery of some lines like the where he says Rolls Rolls Royce baby and a couple other things and I think just the whole sequence and stuff leading up to him just like not having money and <laughs> asking for credit is just like really <laughs> funny. Like it feels like the song's building up and then it's like, alright, what's what's going on? And he's like, oh, can't afford this. Yeah. Um I, I definitely think it's deaf it, it does sound like an outtake but one that would have been like really fun to just do yeah and i i could imagine if he maybe would have released this and decided to perform it live i could see prince just kind of like making it up on the spot again just have the music kind of keep the movie star thing and then just kind of say whatever he wants to say at that time
1: yeah i think i think that's um, the thing is i think yeah as a live song, uh, I feel it would have been funny to see Prince interacting with the band and all that kind of stuff but just as, uh, just as Prince by himself in the studio, it feels like a little flat um, for me yeah, but you know um, you know I, I obviously you know it's different from I, I, you know obviously one of the things that Prince is known for is is you know is being able to do different styles of songs. And so, you know, I do appreciate him kind of doing something that is completely different and that just feels like it wouldn't fit anywhere else. And it's just kind of, you know, and I think maybe that's what this this what Crystal Ball should have been is it should have been more of a collection of this kind of stuff of like stuff that you couldn't imagine really fitting on an album. um, But, you know, that Prince kind of had lying around. And who knows, maybe that's what the, you know, some of the albums from the vault will end up being is some more stuff like this. Um, But, you know, like I said, four out of five for me, but I can understand why it might be a five you know for other people because you know it just it is it is it is a fun upbeat song and you know considering you know the 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 previous album and you know in a couple of albums time prince is going to be you know he's going to be doing stuff that is less fun and you know more heavy um it does feel like a little bit of a welcome respite from kind of the 1996 prince and (laughs) you know which was obviously (laughs) going through more serious things
0: i love the lyric go to hades boy i don't think i've ever (laughs) heard anyone say go to hell to someone as go to Hades. Yeah. I think that's that's funny to Well I
1: mean I, I also love the, you know, it's good to see you, it's good to be seen. You know, like that's that's just a great it's little good to exchange. Be seen. Yeah. So yep. um but yeah, I feel like we said about as much as we can about Movie Star. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything yep. you wish to plug? Yes,
0: um on ninety eight is my Twitter. I love talking about Prince, love being on the podcast and Prince, my
1: dude. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Alec. Oh, yeah, I'm always always excited to do this. And otherwise, goodbye. Do so you like
0: my crib? It's not mine, it's rent. Say, how much did you have to drink?
1: What's the biggest like you've ever been in?
0: So, do you like environmental records? Crickets chirping, water rushing. Supposed to make you horny. Just make me want to go
1: to the bathroom. Actually, this one's not bad. Check it out. So, like, what's your name? Oh, wow, that's dog.